Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is for Network. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real time limits making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid. Margaret Erefiend coming out. You stick on, stick that big lead, red light bulb on for a fiend. And his partner, Fader Top End of Stevenson. Honky Tonk Man's going to take the bump for you. She's going to bump for you. I'm going to take the bump for you. I'm going to take the bump for you. Hello, Happy New Year. Happy New Year and welcome to Wrestling Daft. It is the year 2020. The year that sci-fi becomes reality, mate. And sitting opposite me, the new a big cyborg head. He's got a robot head. He's got new laser eyes fitted after his pantomime. He's got his pantomime money and he's spent them in cybernetic implants. It's Grado. I'm still no finished pantomime and I'm no buying anything to do with sci-fi because I don't like all that shit. You just pulled out a board game that you spent 90 bar on and it's gave me the fear. What is that? Look, it wasn't quite as expensive as that, right? But it was, a, <laughs> it was an expensive board game, right? Do you know like that I've exposed that you spend 90 bar? I was in the 90-bar. Well, you just had a sit come on the telly on Tuesday night, so you've got a bit of coin up your sleeve, you know? Well, you, don't <laughs> pay, you know you know, in the telly game, you don't get paid as much as people think you get paid. No, it's no more money. It isn't Barrymore money, you're fucking right. They take all the money. They, they take all the money, and you're left with... Listen, I'm not going to complain. My dad walked up the roofs, right? If I can earn money telling a few jokes on the telly, Aye. I'm happy with that. I well, don't need true. a lot of money, mate. I just need enough money to get by, all right? And sometimes I buy myself a wee treat. I thought, I'm going to get myself a wee treat because my show went out and it, and it went it went pretty well. I'm going to I thought it was myself, really good. Mate. Well, thanks a lot, mate. Jack Nessa was good on it. Somebody tweeted me, in fact, on the night I broadcast, and they said, um, this is fucking rotten. Uh, get to- two doors down back on. <laughs> Did they say that? That's funny. They say that directly to me. Well, you know what? Two doors down has not been on for a year now, and I don't think we're going to be recording to the summer. The way I'm seeing it is, I'm going, it's like Curb. Just get a couple of years in between shows. Curb Enthusiasm, which, by the way, I think comes out in January. That's on this year, eh? That is my favourite ultimate programme, Curb Enthusiasm. Well, folks, welcome to Wrestling Daft, your favourite sitcom uh, podcast. Did you get any wrestling presents? Did I get any wrestling presents? Uh, Well, I got a replica uh, WWF. Uh, belt. Did you? I got a couple of, of course I fucking did me. I'm 42 <laughs> years old for fuck's sake. Got a replica. No ne- offence to any middle-aged listeners out there who did get replica belts for their Christmas. I'm sure there are some of you out there. That uh, was no, my I didn't get any wrestling presents. I didn't. Um, did you get any wrestling presents? I no. Usually a, a day get something like a book. Like I think the year before I got Charlotte Flair's book and uh, JR's book, which I've not touched. Um, but I never get nothing. Oh no! In fact, do you know what? Actually, BWR, a wrestling company down south, sent me a late Christmas present. Shout out to them! They sent me two bottles of Blue Moon, a BWR t-shirt, another BWR t-shirt, a 
frame picture of me and this guy that I tag team with in there called Jimmy. Which Cold, I don't know what I'm going to do. Jimmy? Uh, oh, is that just Jimmy? It's called Wee Jimmy. And it's the line, Army's cousin <laughs> in BWR. Ah, so right. Oh, fair enough. Thanks to them for sending that. Uh, I also want to see. Oh, I'll, actually, talking about wrestling Christmas presents, I did buy myself some Nurofen painkillers. Does that count? As <laughs> 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 Tell you what, I have been doing on Christmas, though. <laughs> I know you've been doing a lot of panto. Uh. You've probably not been watching that much wrestling. Well, actually, I got a fire stick, and I think I signed up to every fucking WWN. Well, I'm, as I said, I've already gave a bit free round of my money over the last couple of years for my NGPW. Mm-hmm. Account, which I've not even done no use, but match. you just felt you need to be signed up. I mean, I even like wrestling I've downloaded it on Torrent when I know I can watch it on my account. I've totally forgot that I've had it. Oh, shit. Yeah. And did you watch, watch Wrestle Kingdom? Was it any good? I watched, I watched some of it. I watched some of it. Um, I, I have got two baby twins, as you know. Oh, I keep They are thriving. Larkin Winter are thriving. They're great. Uh, but it, let, let me tell you, it's a hard shift. It's like having a baby, except there's two of them. It's, it's not as hard as panel. Mate, it's harder than panel. No, it's not. It's harder than panel. You can't even fling sweeties at them and shut them up. You can't even <laughs> eat sweeties yet. Uh, <laughs> but I've been watching their Christmas NWA Power. How's this? How's the show gone without Jim Carnet? Uh, it's gone great without Jim Carnet. It's mm. gone great without Jim Carnet. Uh, this show, let me tell you. I've had to stop listening to these podcasts. Because you got your man is in instead of Carnet. What? Uh, old Bad News yeah. Barrett There's Jester for him Old, uh, what's he, uh, old Bad News Barrett old Oh, is he in it? Rangers fan Hello, Jester Rangers fan, right Are you oh, there? Jester, are you there? Grado's on the phone with Jack Jester hey, I'll, guest I'll, on this I'll get the producer to come down and get you, right? Jester hey, is John's going to come down right now Jester is currently trying to find his way in Right, cool, right, it'll be two minutes, right? Oh, oh. So, he, so we'll keep you updated on Jester's progress into the building. Uh, he should be. Ladies and gentlemen, Jack Jester has arrived in the building. I love these shots. <clears throat> you know, downstairs is quite like that. You know how when you used to watch Raw and like the Rock would turn up and you did, 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 and he's walking with his bag. His bag. I and I always imagine we see down the stairs reminds me of the the arenas. So when I walk into the podcast, I get it in my head that I'm like, The Rock has arrived to film wrestling daft. Do you know how it's weird that they used to do that, though? The Rock has arrived in the building, and I'm like, of course he fucking is, he works here. Aye, well, I know, and it's as if he's not been there for two bells, as if he's turned up, like, fucking halfway through the show. And see what's happened, is like, fucking you, like you, mate. Right, so, aye, NWA Power, I've been watching that over Christmas. Let me tell you, NWA Power, no offence to... Wolfgang, for example, who's an NXT UK, which is cracking. No offence to Jericho, who is an AEW, which is cracking. Uh, you know, friends of the show. But NWA Power is the best wrestling show that you can watch now. And how do I'm you, telling you. How do you watch it? On YouTube. I bet you get it. Have you got a good telly for it? I just can't. Just, I've just, got a smart TV. Ah, yeah. So I just get it all going. Um, actually, Do they have theme music? Aye, have the, it's, it's like, but if you still not watched even one I episode watched the first there, episode. Mate, you need to watch it. This show is brilliant. Right, right. I'm going to talk more about NWA Power later in the episode because uh, I'm just, I'm very, very high on it at the minute. I think it's just, I think they're doing a cracking job. Right, cool. So we've got some correspondence from last year. This is for the past. This is for 2019. Do you remember that year? That was a shiter, wasn't it? What are you uh, calling it? 2020 or 2020? I'm calling it 20, 2020. I'm calling right, it. Cool. Going back to the last episode before Christmas, Cemetery Girl 13. Now, that is one goth. <laughs> Cemetery Girl 13 wants to bury Rab. Using the cat. Literally cat fucking bury me. Sorry, I'm. 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 Sorry
No, you bust what? No, don't. I just got to say, using the cat house wi- Wi-Fi. <laughs> That was good. I should not have right, well, done so, so No, no, don't fake it. No, right, we, okay. no we keep it raw. Right. Keep it raw. Right, keep it um, raw. That's the twenty. That's the twenty twenty thing. Keeping it raw. Cemetery girl thirteen wants to bury Rab for telling Grado not to update us on the pile situation. They say, well, she says they say. I tune in. Well, we don't know if it's t- t- true. I'm being I'm being gender normative there, and I'm, I apologise for that. They say. I tune in every week just to get updates on Gradle's hoop. And right, well, that. just get you an update. It's no longer painful. It's still there. Um, obviously, when I clean, I mean, I'm only doing one shot a day in the morning, uh, and I'm using baby wipes. Uh, there's no blood. Uh, there's a slight lumpage still there. Nothing to be worried about. I've not been to doctors for it. I've been to doctors for other things, my thighs. Uh, I'm going to break in here. Sorry, you're using baby wipes on your ass. I don't mean it. You know, but I don't care. Are they scented ones? Uh, they're the cheapest ones. Right, don't use scented, cheap baby wipes when you're like Use ones. water wipes. Right, water wipes. They're called water wipes. Get them for your Because that's what put spraying perfume in your ass. isn't it? Exactly. You don't want to be spraying perfume in yeah, your ass okay. unless you're on a date. Stevie B had another take on it though, saying nothing sets you up for the day and a 5am bus commute to work than catching up on wrestling daft and immediately talking about Grado's massive bum grapes. <laughs> well, it's bum grape. There's only one. Uh, great. One's good. Creator of Scott Squad and the state of it. Great shows. Joe Halate must have been watching Harry Potter or Christmas because he said that Grado looks like the giant from Order of the Phoenix. Aye, I've seen that before. Picture him. Ah, Murray's double. He's an ugly cunt, eh? And uh, Pablo Bonzo leaped to Grado's defence but says that Grado actually looks more like Ian Cranky. Yep, heard that before. I've had Crankies. I remember one time I went and taken a picture with the Crankies and I went and wrote on my Instagram with mum and dad and all these Americans replied, your mommy's so small. <laughs> <laughs> Big Ian Cranky, mad, hell of a shagger. Big shagger, isn't he? <laughs> he was. He is. He was. Oh, what do you know? Has he lost his virility? Thank- I have not been to the Crankies. <laughs> Thanks to Rich for pointing out that DDP has joined the Fiend by getting Margaret to switch on the red light after he posted a New Year video where I'm in an infrared sauna. Everybody's gone crazy this year for the red light bulbs. Apart from a Absolutely everybody who watches WWE wrestling and is fucking sick of it, Vince, going to get that red light bulb bath. Welcome <laughs> along to our, uh, an international listeners, a Karate Warrior 2 for the Philippines, who says, listening to Wrestling Daft for the first time, I don't think that I've used the rewind button as much when listening to a podcast before, because I'm still tuning my ear to the accents and banter. But oh. man, it's the best. Big shout out to you, Karate Warrior 2, brilliant. Thanks for tuning in, man. Thanks for tuning in, checking out the podcast. It's good to be listening to you. I hope you I came in here in my motor drove in try and get my booking in the Philippines mate drove in my car try a, a show for Karate Warrior 2 uh, Karate Warrior 2 you've been watching AEW uh, man Jack <laughs> yeah, Chris you're a fucking Chris Jericho man uh, Chris <laughs> Jericho can't have him man he's fucking yeah, his physique's not the same as it used to be is it he's, he's fucking good he's just gets a good laugh into it he fucking can't he does like he does your fuck man he just looks like your granddad he looks like your uncle or something just can't have a little fucking big, big belly on him and that. No, but it looks like he's still not fucking you didn't he what do you think Karate Warrior 2 Finally, thanks to Gaz Bannon has sent a video message for his ma Teresa, his mother Teresa. Oh, oh fuck, mother Teresa! <laughs> Hallelujah! It was always very, very, very bizarre that she died a couple of days after Diana died because they were heavy muckered up. Weren't it they? was I. I heard they were. It was almost as but if she was bad. They were in a lesbian relationship, and mother Teresa died of a broken heart. But did she know used to slap folk like that? She was a bit of. Well, here he goes. Apparently, if you type it in, it's about the uh, fabulous Miller was. Oh, here we go. The Rangers, the Rangers fan thinks that Mother Teresa slapped people about. <laughs> here we fucking go. Here we, what a surprise! 
Um, but anyway, uh, Gaz Barron's Ma Teresa is a big fan of Grado on Test Drive. Great show. You'll see that in BBC Scotland. But it isn't, if she isn't a big enough fan to know his catchphrase properly. Uh, Let's have says? a listen. Hello, Grado. I love your, your, your show that's on. Where is it? <laughs> <laughs> Just keep going. <laughs> Test drive. I think it's a good laugh. Mm, yeah. So it is yourself. Uh, go on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> hey, go on yourself. <laughs> no, remember, you can get in touch with us by hitting us up on Thanks Twitter. Thanks for that. Thanks, Mother Teresa, for that. And may you someday resurrect. And remember, you can get in touch by hitting us up on Twitter at Wrestling Daft on Instagram at Wrestling Daft Podcast and just plain old Wrestling Daft. Right, just to confirm, Teresa is needed. Mother Teresa is deed, the one for the... Oh, she's deed. The nun one. But uh, the one for Glasgow or whatever, Grado fan, is uh, still alive. Right, go on yourself. Go on yourself. Every week, we like to look at the good and the bad of professional wrestling, don't we, Grado? As aye, we aye. bury and put over what happened that week yep. in the wrestling. No. I want to put over, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to put over, right? I'm not so much, you know what? I was thinking about burying stuff and I kind of feel like it's not really in the New Year spirit to be burying stuff. I'm taking a bit of a wait and see attitude. I'm a wee bit concerned about AEW's booking at the minute, but I don't want to be one of these people that's like, oh, the booking is, you know. You are. I mean, is this all coming for the Dark Order segment? <sighs> there is, here's the problem I feel with AEW a wee bit now, that there is a lack of variety in the kind of storylines that are playing out, I kind of feel that a wee bit, but I think it will be in, you know, this is still a promotion finding its feet, I think it's been a bit hard to bury anybody there what I want to put over though is Tim Storm of uh, NWA um, Tim Storm of NWA has been knocking it out of the park mm-hmm. with the promos, with the character work over the past few well, Grado's doing that no, Aye, well I'm just saying well seen a Celtic fan is picking Tim to be his wrestler of the week <laughs> fucking brilliant man <laughs> oh you bit of sick to me I love it now Tim Storm I had no idea who Tim Storm was until uh, maybe a couple of years ago I know they made videos that showed that £10 of gold stuff Aye. the video started up and then you know suddenly it was this this guy this guy who I've never seen before never heard of is wearing the big belt you know what I mean and it was instantly interesting because who is this guy that's wearing the big belt and I think it's beautiful that they that they respected the lineage of that title so much that they followed the story of this guy who had that strap on him and they kept him involved in the story and now he's there in NWA power and he is He's, he's the best baby face in the fucking wrestling business now. I'm telling he you. That the way he's I'm, going. I'm telling you. He's the he's the best. You need to look at him. Look at his promos. He did. He, I'll send you a link to um, one of his most recent promos. You see that all the time. You never see him. Oh well, I'll do it. Right, I'll do it. And he's he's great. He's um, you just rooting for him. I just I'm just desperate for him to fucking do well. I just want him to win every match that he's in. I want him to knock fuck out and nick all this. I want him to like win the ten pounds of gold. I want him to make his mommy proud. Um, uh, I'm just loving it I'm loving it mate that's what you're putting over that's what I'm putting over you want to bury your put over in um, well, what did I watch I want to um, put over the guy in a mask that done the the shitty punches because it entertained me for a good couple of days oh, uh, on uh, AEW aye that was brilliant oh my god and I love the way Eric Cannon t- t- took the, the, the fall for it and said it was him when he was on a fucking another show somewhere across the world because oh <laughs> it's obviously his mate and he's obviously why just He's obviously his mates went like, like, I'm taking a power abuse. Because Dustin Rhodes was like, he was sort your shit out. Learn yeah, how to throw a punch. He was raging. Fucker. Um, but Mark what was Henry happening was there, right on the hard cam and what oh, was going man. on now? 
But you know what? That entertainment. I see wee things like that. It keeps me going for a couple of days. Looking Aye. up on Twitter, Randy Orton going on about it and stuff like that. I'll be forgotten about in a fucking week. It's exactly. one of the things. Well, it was a couple of weeks ago. And I'm still talking about it. Aye, right, true. <laughs> I'll just dis- completely disprove that. Um, the punters, however, are, are always happy to bury and put our people as um, you know. They just like to drag people down. AC Punk says he'd like to bury a podcast that's nine episodes old and has the boffest cheek to put out two best of episodes over Christmas. Talking about talking about your fucking show. Here, mate, why don't you fuck off? <laughs> Do you think you couldn't even put out a best of episode of your partner in your fucking life, mate? He's just, he's just right. a twins, mate. Only kidding, AC Punk. I think yeah, it's a fair point. I couldn't it believe is. it myself. Couldn't believe it myself when we're putting out best of episodes. Did we actually do that? We did. Credo doesn't even know what we're doing. Derek Menmuir wants to put over the first episode of The Scots. Great new sitcom that's on uh, BBC iPlayer now. Uh, where are my fannies? A balaclava is genius. Uh, I don't want to bury anything because I'm still laughing at that joke. Keep well, up the great work. No Thanks, Derek. Related, it's no wrestling right. related, but it is related to my career, right? <laughs> Thanks, Derek, for that. Thanks for watching it. Um, Stuart wants to put over Okada, delivering two Match of the Year contenders over a weekend. And he wants to bury whatever's in Rowan's cage because, you know, big... Uh, Big Eric Rowan's still walking about that cage, and, and nobody knows what's inside it. They're shitting themselves. They're, I know backstage they're shitting themselves because they, they've no plans for what's in that cage. Again, they've started with something where they don't know what it's going to start with something. See, this is the trouble of booking in 2020, brother. They got to sort that out. Yep, what could be in that cage? What could be in the cage? I think I, I hope it's a wee tiny gobble they go kill it, isn't it? Do you think it's a snake in the kind of resurrect the Jade the Snake gimmick? Mm. I think it would be a, a good uh, if it was a snake I wouldn't mind that if they brought Jake the Snake in as his manager or something uh, would be awesome it could be one of my feathers puppies it could be <laughs> it could be uh, uh, Graham Wilson wants to put over Grado being entered in a ICW square goal because it's time that ICW title was back on him go on yourself I'm sorry it's yourself well he's kind of spelt it I spell it it's yourself it's yourself yourself but you know what this is it. This is my year. ICW, I want to win the strap. I only had it for three months the last time. And I want to prove a point at the square go this year by winning it, by chucking over 30 other men. Oh, no. It'd be 29 men, wouldn't it? <laughs> don't chuck your cellular. Aye, don't. Cause you, uh, I'll chuck my cellular once I've won. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pa- <laughs> Pablo's built a horror. Wants to put over Jushin Liger for everything he's done. Aye, that's him. He's finished, isn't he? Yeah, he's finished. I, 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 of course we need to put him on, because he is... Jushin Funda, He wants Liger. to put everything he's done for wrestling and the way he changed the current, current product by inspiring so many high flyers. Uh, and, and inspired the best kind of high flyers as well, the high flyers who only just awe about the high flying. Uh, aye, of course, massive respect there from right, everybody just, that wrestling daft. Um, my, nephew, my nephew Kenny, right. one year for my nephew Kenny's birthday, um, I bought him a Liger mask for Japan. It was imported and it was like, it was premium. It was like the kind of mask that Liger wears. You never told me oh, your nephew they liked wrestling. Leather stitched together. No, my, my nephew Kenny trained for a wee period until every time at training his shoulder kept dislocating. Ah, thing. fuck. That's not Isla Don's brother, is it? Uh, no, it's, no, it's not. It's Isla Don's cousin. Um, and he wants to, and Pablo's Volta Horror wants to bury NWA further cementing its status as the land of the dinosaurs by bringing in Scott, Big Popper, Pump, Steiner, no fucking hot on a minute, Pablo's Volta Horror, NWA further cementing its status as the land of the dinosaurs, fuck you man, <laughs> fuck you, Stay I'd mate. rather be in the land of the dinosaurs than the land of the fucking young bucks, Did I'll tell you that, you know, no harm to the young bucks, all I'm saying Did is- Did Steiner use his Polish music? Aye, he's, he's uh, signing. Right. Who's going to fucking complain? See if you see if you're somebody that complains about fucking Big Papa Pump turning up. If you you're, if you're complaining about Scott Steiner turning up in a wrestling show, you need to fuck off. Aye, 
Who complains about Scott Steiner turning up in a wrestling show? Exactly. Pick pop a pump holler if you hear me. A pump, 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 pump. The fucking disrespect, pop, 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 pop. We could just have wee Ricky come back and all wee Rick Steiner. Bro, the, the, the dog eating. The, the dog, dog eating gremlin. Dog face gremlin. Dog face gremlin. Uh, if you hate me, eat me. If, if you, you don't like me, bite me. If you uh, like me, pop, pop. If you like me, hate. Uh, is that a. Is it then. Is it murder for the sound when I go. Pop, 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 pump, pop, pump. Hello. P sounds are bad on. Um, Ross McKinnon wants to bury Lesnar in the Royal Rumble. No need, pish. Fucking talking about no need for Lesnar in the Royal Rumble. I can't wait to see Lesnar flinging all your fucking favourites through all that rope, <laughs> Ross McKinnon. And he wants to put over Drew McIntyre because he's going to win the Rumble, hopefully, putting out the beastie boy. And <laughs> what is he saying here? And tanning him at Mania. I know. I would, you listen, Drew isn't a bad shout for I the Rumble. He had, a, he had a 30 minute um, special on the network. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there going, mention me, mention me, mention me, mention me, mention me, mention me. No, never mention me. Did he mention me? Nope. No. Did he mention Rangers? No, he didn't. No, it makes a fucking change, and it makes a change. <laughs> uh, Dunks wants to bury the return of the big show. The big man deserved a better recall after two years away. Quite right. And I would like to say to you that uh, it was only on Wrestling Daft that you heard that the big show was starting to get himself into shape to come back into the ring. As <clears throat> Wolfgang told us uh, that he was doing a wee bit of training, and so if you had read between the lines, you would have realised that Wrestling Daft had the scoop. Mm-hmm. Um, Maverick Von Renegadeson, brilliant name. I'd like to. Put over a Wrestle Kingdom weekend. Unbelievably awesome. That Will Osprey match is one of the best things that I have ever seen in wrestling. And uh, producer John put that in the group chat last night as well. I've, I've yet to see it. I'll watch it. Producer John has creamed his pants over that one. Very good. Um, Maverick also wants to bury the Brandy Rhodes stable is awful. It reminds me of the Dungeon of Doom folk who noised up Hogan in the 90s. Listen, the Dungeon of Doom, what a laugh the Dungeon of Doom was, man. Oh, see, that's too young for me, man. I mean, I've watched it all back, but you know, I was never there at the time. I was too young for that. All right. All right. I'm fucking old. <laughs> I'm old. Martin McDade wants to put over the Miz becoming a heel again. Just going to take to a face Miz. Listen, I'm happy to watch the Miz, whatever it is. Uh, and he wants to bury Raw giving us the same match every week, it seems. That show is too long. long. It's been too long for a decade. What has got? Fix it. It's three Fix years, it. mate. Two years is enough. Sandy Degnan or Denon or I don't know how to say that name. Uh, I want to put over Jericho embracing the dad bod and still putting on <laughs> classic matches and just no gain a fuck. I love Jericho. He's, he's having the, the best run he's career than now, I feel. And he is embracing that dad bod. And he looks, listen, he looks, I think, the new more than any time in his career like a dangerous guy who could mm. not fuck at you. Aye. And you know what? I've listened to some of his um, interviews where he's talking away in his podcast. He says, everything he does, he goes out there is all shooting for the hip. And it's brilliant. You know, there's no creative written for him. Yep. He's gone out there and just fucking banging it. And I love it. He's uh, he's having an amazing time. And he wants to bury... Oh, here we go. Why are three of AEW's main storylines all identical? Join the Dark Order. Join the Inner Circle. Join the Nightmare Collective. Is it lazy booking? I don't know if it's lazy booking so much as a lack of planning. There's just something missing there because mm. that the, I'm feeling that as well. There's a feeling of... It just feels repetitive. Um, so... Aye, so that's, the, I mean, there is other ones here that people get in touch with, but they've just uh, just plainly no good enough, so I'm not reading them out. <laughs> so you need to try, you need to try harder. That is who we were burying and putting over this week. week on Wrestling Daft. Here, is that Christmas money you got for your granny burning a, a wee hole in your pocket? Then why no? Head to our merch stand just now where you'll find Wrestling Daft hoodies, t-shirts, a Margaret Era Fiend t-shirt, and a t-shirt in tribute to wrestling's greatest threesome. 
I don't know why we're calling it a threesome. It sounds like a sex thing. Wrestling's greatest trio. Three man trio. Triple threat, chips, cheese, and donor meat. We've also got our new designs. Which of, producer John is wearing right now? Yep. We've also got new designs of crud, and I'm going to take a bump for you up there now as well. You can check out all the designs by heading to shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft new. You fucking backslashes. Don't worry, we'll stick the link on Twitter and Facebook and all. And right now we've got a January sale on, so you can get 20% off the new until the 11th of January. So get in fast. That's good. And if you do buy a t-shirt, please send us a pic on social media so we can laugh at it, uh, so we can feature you in our Hall of Fame. I wonder if Bruce Pritchard still does that hanging his podcast where if you buy a t-shirt, he gives you a bell. I, can't, I could never get rid of that. Well, maybe great old day that. Thanks to Ian Riley, who got our Margaret Erafine t-shirt, and Sean, who just joined the hottest faction around with his chips, cheese and donor meat t-shirt. So These are going to be as big as the NWO t-shirts this Oh, year. yes. So get yourself, get yourself involved and spend all your Christmas money at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case I pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You just made the list! It's a new year and it's a time for new opportunities, but who in wrestling do you think should get their push? This week, want to know the list of wrestling daft listeners. Who do you think deserves a push in 2020? Who wants to maybe push to the moon? Who wants a rocket strapped to their back and go to stardom? Now, we've had people tweeting in and telling us who they think they deserve. Rab, who do you think should be pushed to the moon this year? Um, I don't really... See, I, I, I struggle with this a wee bit. What's a push? <laughs> do you know what I mean? You Fuck thought- it. Oh, you know what a fucking no, push is, No, I know, is, but come on. Fucking Grado doesn't know what I mean, a push is. No, but what I'm saying, no, fuck off with it. I mean, it's like, what? <laughs> fuck off, a push. Right, calm Shut down. up. Right, hold, be- right, um, Jesus. Right, don't, listen, he's in a bad mood. He's in a bad mood about that. It just annoys me, that part. Right, okay, okay, just. A push. What do you mean, who gets deserves a push? Well, I know, and I, I kind of agree with you, but here's what, I, here's what I'll say. I, I would like to see, okay, I'm just going to, I'm going to do a conventional list like I normally do. I'll just give you a couple of guys that I, I would like to see stuff this year. I'd like to see Big E for the new day getting a push as a, a solo competitor. I've been waiting for it for quite a long time. The guy has charisma. He's brilliant in the ring. He's a big boy and I love a big boy. Um, and I also would like to see, because I think we're running out of time to see it now, I would like to see another big push for Randy Orton. I would like to see Randy Orton right back up at the top of the picture. I love watching fucking He's Randy a man. He's I a man. love watching Randy Orton. You ever seen a bad Randy Orton match? I don't think so. He... I, I, I think he's got the best finisher in the fucking business. Aye, um, always took it for me. Called it RKO. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I want to see. I would just like to see him push right back up the top of the picture again. Maybe as a a big heel again or something. I don't know. I just I just like I just kind of feel, you know, the guys get some time left. I just I just think another big <clears throat> big run up up top would be would be nice. Ian Milne says that undisputed era should be brought to either Raw or SmackDown, given a decent push. They've run NXT for years, and I think they'll do well in the main roster. Is that even a push now? Really getting brought to Raw SmackDown? For no, NXT? really, isn't it? No, well, depends. But and money wise, if they're getting paid more yeah, money for doing it, I know. I'm talking yeah, shit. Talking shit. Uh, Quentin Thundersnow 
This is Orange Cassidy uh, to get a match. His matches on YouTube show he's a great wrestler and he's definitely over just underused for comedy bits right now. And also Luchasaurus, big man needs a push. Fraser Smith says Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus should get pushed as a tag team before letting the big man loose. And Drew should be on the title pitch on WWE and Joe Hendry deserves a good chance. Yes, in, I, I, in fact, there you go. Actually, there's my two pushes. Let's get Drew, let's get the title on Drew and let's get the Ring of Honor title on Joe Hendry. It's an old pals act, though. Definitely old pals act. What about it? You want them to become champions so that they will then get the UN because they're pal, you, they have the stroke to get their pal in. What's fucking wrong with that? That's your angling for me. <laughs> Nothing wrong with I want in, I know. <laughs> uh, Gary Salmon wants. Gary his, Salmon, what name? Gary Salmon. I, I was at school with Gary Salmon. Well, genuinely yeah, was like at school. It. Genuinely was at school with Gary Salmon. Very nice guy. Cesaro for a world title. Been saying it for years though. I love Big Cesaro. I love watching him in a wrestling match. He ain't a world champ. Gary Salmon did. Was, did have any nicknames like Fishy or anything like that? No, we just no. We just, just called call Big Salmon. No, we just called him Salmon. Salmon. Yeah. Yeah, we just called him Gary. Um, we didn't really do that at our school. We were too too cool at our school. Scott McKenzie says Drew McIntyre deserves a push this year along with Andrade. Can see that's being a really big year for Drew. Yeah. So can I. Sean says Sammy Guevara, this whole learn from father figure Chris Jericho thing, doesn't he work? If the boy doesn't get a push. He's awesome on the mic, top cast, Lesler, dudes are star in the making. He's a star. Sean loves Sammy. Sean and Sammy, up in a tree, K-I-S-S-I-N-G. Kyle thinks this will be a big year for Drew McIntyre. WWE push him the WWE title. Also hope that the Miz gets a run with a championship. Closer to home. I hope this is a good year for Leighton Buzzard. Agreed. Great wee wrestler. Big things happen for him. That's my boy. ICW. Lee Blythe says Pete Dunne to get a run at the main roster matches with Buddy Murphy and Andrade would tear the house down. Aye, Pete's the man. They'd be good matches. They would be good matches. Aye. Without a doubt. Grado's doctor needs a push as well. He's going to need a big push to get them piles back in. And that (laughs) arse running like clockwork again. (laughs) Paul Key says, surely this is Fanaki's year. <laughs> Indeed. Chris wants to see a big E heel turn and push. No a fucking heel turn. Who's wanting to see a heel turn for the, one of no, the funniest guys on the great, roster? Great. No one a heel turn. You want a big you want a big E face push, solo face push, and there's an easy way to do it. Some big heel has to come in and fucking dismantle the new day. Take them down, man. Take down the new day. Take the other boys down, the day skinny boys down. And Big E has to fucking step up. Now, I don't know who that guy might be. I did think for a long time, how good would it be if fucking Samoa Joe wrecked the new day, man? Aye. I would love to see Samoa Joe just fucking wrecking him and Big just, E having to step up. Why man. is he just commentating? He's no, he's, he's wrestling again. Oh, is he? He's right. back in the picture again. He's okay. back in the fucking main event picture oh, is he, again. Is he, right? he? Um, is he haircut yet? Is he his haircut? I've, sorry, I've not been keeping track of his haircuts. I've not been keeping... Maybe, yeah, guy, listeners, get in touch and let us know um, what your take on some of Joe's haircuts is. Yep. Uh, do a big E heel turn at Mania, have him feud with Kofi through summer. Fuck, no. Come on, no. His size and charisma, he'd be top-level guy. True. His size makes him believable. True. AEW, would love to see Jimmy Havoc in the title scene, as him and Jericho would be awesome. No. Grado well, is never going to say this. What? Because Grado, Grado's mates with Jimmy Havoc. I just like reading about things like him. Not in a fucking million <laughs> years should Jimmy Havoc be anywhere near a fucking world title scene. He listens to this show. I, I'm listen. I'm sure he does. <laughs> and listen, and I'm I sure look, Jimmy Havoc agrees. will fucking agree with what I'm saying. <laughs> Jimmy Havoc is no that guy, he's no that wrestler. Jimmy Havoc has fucking carved out a career for himself in a very fucking difficult environment and a beautiful way, and he didn't carve out that career to be in a fucking main event picture with Chris Jericho. He's fucking done well. He's good, but 
Aye, but I mean, I know what you mean, but people, need, you, aye, aye, people need to aye. stop. And I'm going to even, I'll, I'll go back a wee bit here as well. People talking about like get Buddy Murphy in that in the fucking world title picture and all that. Fucking be realistic. be realistic. These guys know they're not going to be in the world title picture. You, you need to get behind these guys in the fucking area that they work in. Yes. Because yeah. if you don't do that, if you if you take a wrestler like a Jimmy Havoc or a Buddy Murphy and you're no content until they're in the fucking world title picture, then you're hurting the guys. Because right. you need to get behind them in, in the fucking area that they're in. I'm sorry. Scott Kurt would, would love Black to get a massive push. Can he whack a good goth in wrestling? <laughs> Alistair Black. Yeah, it would be good if he get a massive push as well. A massive push. Right off a fucking tap of a building. You're going to say that. Right off a fucking tap of a building. I'm only joking. Um, Hi, uh, you fuck. Alistair Black is a, a very talented uh, wrestler. Okay. Very talented Let's wrestler. It's weird though <laughs> about his uh, his erectile dysfunction. Graham Wilson <laughs> says, uh, "Great to win the square go and then have another run as ICW." Champ. Thanks very much, Graham. And then it says down here in my notes, ask Grado about his push in ICW. I would love to do that, producer uh, producer John. But um, Grado Grado doesn't believe in pushes. <laughs> I don't so. need a push. It's fine. I don't push. It's fine. Oh, it's I, fine. I don't want one. I'm alright. I didn't want a push uh, anyway. I, I'm, I'll have the world title, but I don't need a push. <laughs> it's over. It's over. Oh God, really? The distraction of trying to stay with the Cogsworth. It's over. It's time now for our guest, first guest of 2020. Oh, I don't on wrestling. First guest, guest of the new year mm. on wrestling daft. And well, this guy is well, he's an actor. He's well. an actor. He's a star of new Scottish sitcom uh, The Scots. It's the one and only Jack Jester! Hello! He's also uh, a fucking ICW legend. This guy's got well. scars, mate. This, this guy, let me scars. tell you something about this guy. These scars don't heal. This guy, Jack <laughs> Jester, the, the lifeblood, I would say, Aye. of ICW. Uh, Jester, welcome to the show. Cheers, cheers. You've been my day already. Everybody knows this guy. <clears throat> Everybody knows this guy. This is this is the guy where a woman turn up to see. They love him. The women love him. The fucking women love him. The women they love him. Push your arm, didn't it? Can I just sit here and let you talk? (laughs) (laughs) Push your arm. Make me feel crap about myself. And my sister was running about you in there. Hey. Listen, you can't see this now, right? Because we've no we're not doing any video yet. Um, but he looks fantastic. Today, ah, he's, he? he's a bait. I have to say, you're both looking great. By the way, we're just we're just saying there, weren't we, Jester? Mate, honestly, I'm I'm still in a bit of shock. You have lost a ton, and I mean, I not just I, a wee bit. I know. You look like a different person. That's what I'm saying. Well, I'm going to hold the next next week. Nagi's me excuse me a power of shite because I can't get skinny, man. No, mate, this is no attitude. That attitude. Really? Is somebody oh. says you're looking cracking. That's a good thing. You fucking continue to look cracking. Get right. even more cracking. Well, listeners, let me know. Should I can should I keep this going and try to get myself. Look, looking good and all that wearing, wearing trunks kick pants Andy oh Andy style or should I go back to eating fucking um, shit every day don't get all that gaunt way but That's like, you're, you're, looking, you're looking better you're aye, looking healthier aye. you're looking fitter slimmer aye. but I don't want that see like that the cunts when they lose neck they got all that shit underneath their neck but you're young mate you're aye. young aye. you aye, don't you worry about that you, you lose that weight to know and that'll go away aye well You've told me you've changed your diet, haven't you? Aye, aye. So, yes. right. So I've went vegan. Jack Jester right. has went vegan. That's an exclusive. I'm right. a, that that is an exclusive. legend himself, mate. And the thing is, <laughs> I don't really like saying 
that I'm vegan, I'd like to say that I eat plant-based. Because <laughs> <laughs> right, you say, people, I used to do that, I thought I'm vegan, you go, oh, for fuck's sake, here man. we go. <laughs> You're not going to turn into one of the oh. wanker wrestlers that go on about being no vegan. Because some, some of the English boys are like that, and they're I, a wee bit that's, like, that's what that's I'm saying. put me off it before, that's why I always rolled my eyes, and that's how I went, no. And I hate when it's folk preach at you, and you're cruel, you're cruel. Well, listen, if you want to eat hamburgers, eat hamburgers. If you want to eat pizza, eat it. You know what I mean? Like I'm just, I, I'm trying this now. I'm no, I did decide I want to go vegan. It right. was just for January, but it's kind of to the point now where I think it's easy. I think I could get into it. Well, boys, and I think I'll get obsessed with it like I did with chocolate. Boys, listen, yeah. I lost another one of my chickens last week. Oh, I've got chickens right, and aye, I lost aye, another one last week. How did it die? I think it just went in the cold. I think it was the cold. You know, fucking want to after your chickens. I'm looking after my chickens. You know, but it's, it's a just snapping it. It's, <laughs> bad, bad time for some chickens. of them. See, some chickens when they get broody, they don't come off the nesting box, right? Because they're just fucking daft. There's not even an egg there. They just sit in the fucking Man. nesting box, think they're nursing an egg, and they don't come down and eat enough, and you know, and How sadly it passed away. And I still had a fucking chicken pie that night, even though I was mourning. It wasn't that chicken. Was it that chicken? No, I, I didn't know. I, I just don't get. I eat my own chicken. I know because because that's different. That one had a. Well, see, when my a, bud had so, a brain. Had a what? Had a brain in a heart. That uh, one. Oh, well, I, well, but see, the thing is, like, it's a circle of life because I tried to start my own budgie circus, right? Because <laughs> there's an on. old guy called Norman Barrett. Who, who, hold on, what? They, I. So <laughs> look, Norman Barrett. Right? He's he's a circus legend. So he's got a budgie circus, and they ride wee bikes and. Like pull wee chariots with each other in the back, so right, I bought right. all these budgies thinking I'll do that. Really hard to train a budgie as it, as it turns out. So I had eight at one point, eight budgies. But he used to stay at my house sometimes. <laughs> and I got up in the morning, he's going, See the fucking eagles last night. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's, there's a slight difference between a, a budgie regard and an eagle. <laughs> You're dead, man, man. <laughs> Get him on his feet, put all his clays out of the cage. What, what, what happened to him? What did you do with him? So, oh, did you die in a fire? Oh, no, no, they survived no. the fire. Uh, they? they survived the fire. That's fucking story's brilliant. Aye, so <laughs> they survived They survived the fire, and only a year before that, my house fell down, and they survived that as well. Like, nothing else So did. how did they die? Are they, they still died alive? natural causes. Old age. They just wouldn't die. You had to actually shoot Pure them with a gun. Shoot pigeons. each one through the heat. <laughs> I had one called... <laughs> I, had, I had a budget hey. called Buzz, right? Because hey. he couldn't fly. Oh. So like Buzz Lightyear, right? aye, aye, aye. but he thought he could fly. It was a oh, wee gamey thing. Aye. So he used to like look up at like the wardrobe and go, "I'm fucking going up there." Aye. And then he would just run along the flare, flapping his wings. But he couldn't <laughs> go anywhere. So I used, so I used to put him on his perch and lift him high and let him jump off the perch oh. to kid on he was flying. Oh, but nice. then he died. Did he die trying to fly? Uh, on his head? No, I think he was just heartbroken. Aye, aye. Died a broken heart. So could he fly? <laughs> you know, I mean, I kept trying to perk him up, but he just wasn't up for it. <laughs> But I ended up getting a wee Viking, wee Viking funeral um, up in a, I think it's a place called Strathpeffer. <laughs> well, a wee burning boat, not it? I didn't burn them. I just put them down a wee, a wee, a wee river. Oh, right, 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 Watched them, watched them float away. That's fucked up. Because you know, when you're wee, you just put them in the bin. But I just felt <laughs> a bit bad doing that. You know what I mean? And then somebody looking at me, if you're at the back digging a hole. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're in trouble. You know what I mean. So, what's the um, what's the diet where you eat like a caveman again? Uh, is that just everything? Is that paleo? Paleo. Because I was in me and Ian Connell were sitting in the comedy unit one morning, and Grado comes in. He was working on something else, and he pops in the door and he says, "Oh fuck, I'm on that paleo diet now." And we're like, "What is that?" And he's like, "You can only eat what the cavemen eat." And I'm like, "Right, all oh, right." So it's only like stuff that they would have eaten back then, or a. And I'm like, right, aye, fair enough. And then he says, then he says, I'm fucking starving now because I've only had Cheerios this morning. <laughs> <laughs> me and Connell, me and Connell were like, ah, fucking Cheerios? 
Stone Age Cheerios. Failed your diet already, you fucking <laughs> nutter. Yeah, funny. I remember that. <laughs> that is hilarious. That is funny as fuck. Is he the best? As Cheerios fucking kill me. If folk know me, che- see when I eat a bowl of Cheerios, man, my nose runs. I get seared heat. I fucking shit. I ever, ever, I get flu-like symptoms for Cheerios, but I fucking love them. Be in mind that time you went gluten- <laughs> flu-like symptoms for I Cheerios. I do, I do. Mind that time you went gluten-free in the Highlands. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him how much I had that day. So he's, so he's, he's went for aye, gluten free. So he's went for some allergy test. He's no, I'm, I'm bloated all the time. I feel like shit all the time. So I think he's went. Did we go for an allergy test? Mm-hmm. And came back. You're gluten intolerant. Yep, I was allergic to sardines, oranges, <laughs> pineapples, <laughs> uh, dark chocolate, carbon something nitrate that's in all the other McDonald's and stuff like that. Uh, allergic to breed wheat uh, and cat and dog fur. And so <laughs> I went. Food. So I decided to go gluten free Gredo. So right. the first weekend on the road. So we were at Belladrum. Aye. So Belladrum. So I mean, you know, I, I, I would assume those vegan festivals now, but aye. back then, burger vans not. So he's walking about in every single. Like he became preachy. You know, like when somebody goes vegan, all of a sudden aye. everybody's cr- He's walking about going, "Excuse me, as loud as he can. Excuse me, uh, eating gluten free here. I've, you see, I've just been to the doctor. I've got, I've got an affliction. <laughs> I've got an affliction. <laughs> so I think he, I think he did well for about. Two, I, two or three years uh, well we were wrestling <laughs> and then that night I'm no joking Fagon for tell me he was gluten intolerant <laughs> and that he cannot under any circumstances eat gluten you were never away for that macaroni cheese stand <laughs> you were having the, bur- like the burgers you can't even hod I mean ga- garlic breed stone oh, put uh, cheese on it uh, put uh, cheese on it uh, see I did that night I fucked it but I did go gluten free for a month I remember going to America to wrestle and fucking I got gluten free pasta Whatever, and then I, and then for some reason I totally forgot garlic breed was breed, <laughs> and I took garlic breed, and I swear to God, see next month it was if somebody was stabbing my belly, oh. so I just thought fuck it, I'm going back, and I gave up. So I was for a month, I done it well, I done it well for a month. For, uh, well, so. welcome to Wrestling Daft, everybody, your favourite mm. uh, cuisine podcast. John's sitting there buffing out, God, because we're not talking about wrestling. Right, let's talk about wrestling. Then you have had an amazing career so far. Aye, you've had a cracking career so far, and you're in. This tag team just now, mm-hmm. and people love it. Aye. What's your plans though for 2020? What, what, I've all, I always wonder this about wrestlers because I'm sure wrestlers think the same thing as anybody else when they go into a new year. You're making resolutions, you're thinking, right, what is my year ahead going to be? Without fucking, without ruining anything, what are your plans? What do you want? What do you want to happen wrestling wise? I, I don't tend to make plans that far in advance because I don't, I think when you do that, you're taking the crowd out of the equation because you don't know how they're going to react to anything. Aye. So I could do a show on Sunday and then the crowd reaction doesn't quite suit with what I had for the next time. So I go show to show, you know what I mean? Right, so, and the, the kinky party, for example, it's the best example was a complete mistake because I think what had happened was the, the first time me and Sha tagged, Bethes had nothing to do in the show and we were just kind of banded together to do this tag match. Because he's only an obvious choice to no, go together. No, I mean, no, that? and it was never, ever planned because, and the thing is, like, I, I knew Sha and I, I liked him, but I was never, I was never close with him until uh-huh. all this happened. So we did the first um, the first match, and the, the obvious comparisons between us was the pop, you know what I mean? Because I was big kink, he was just a, a, a cockney Pretty geezer, cool, you know what man. I mean? Like, butcher, man's man. So I was winding him up, and he was kind of frightened of me. Like, aye, he aye, didn't want to come anywhere near me because I'd done something to him. Mm-hmm. But then, um, because the pinky party had was uh, Shah, Gredo, Noam, yep. and I was there, the kinky party chant st- started. So... 
it was the it was the fans that really came up with that because I, I never didn't know that. Aye, aye. Because like cool. no no pinky no party was the chant, aye. and then yep. it was me and Shah, so no kinky no party. So I mean, coming back and I was like, that's there's something here. I don't know what it is, but there's something here. Aye. Just the the way Shah kind of interacted with me because he wasn't sure of what I was going to do and. And I said to Dallas, and I, I don't think Andy was really sure about it. I said, like, let's just have a wee run with it and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And then with us, we really have just taken it step by step. So we did one show, we see how the reaction was, we plan the next one, we plan the next one. So everything, fa- and the segments have made us, so we had like, the launch party in Newcastle. And uh, I don't ever tell Sha what I'm doing at these things. Because mm-hmm. obviously Sha lives in London, so I plan it all here. And then I just say, just walk it and we'll see what happens so he's always freaking out backstage right segments Shah is terrible at segments Aye. I don't mean terrible at them but he's a nervous wreck before Aye. it pacing up and down and freaking out but I'm like you don't need to know anything because you don't know what's going to happen so just react Aye. Just mm-hmm. that's it be natural so like the first time I came out with like a a carry out and stuff like that and a wee outfit for him and then I'd, I'd organised a stripper mm-hmm. so I got a stripper to come and um, <clears throat> blindfolded him right but there's this there's this woman she is an old woman I wasn't going to say a woman but she is and we call her Tits McGee. But I think she told me she used to tour with the Stranglers. I think she was a groupie. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So our man dresses up as me at the shows. <laughs> and she always comes with like the cleavage out, man, like proper, proper tits out. Right? Walking stick. Aye. I mean, I just got a walking stick. Walking stick! Aye, aye, but she just gets kind of like a pimp cane. She's always got right, like, a right, right. on it, you know what I mean? Like, a big bone. Aye. Aye. <laughs> it's never just like an NHS number. So she's at the, but she, but she proper gets into it. Uh, so I've blindfolded Shabby's scarf and I've went and got her in. Uh-huh. But she doesn't know what's happening. Right? So she could have just went, I'm not doing this, but fuck. She really jumped to all the barriers, man. She never, because she can't walk. <laughs> so I've, I've kind of had to roll her, into the, roll her under the bottom rope. And that was her moment. And she grabbed it with both hands. She grabbed him with both hands. He's <laughs> pro- proper being sexy, flipping her hair, man. Tits her in Shah's face, straddling him, turning around, grinding on him and all that. So my reaction was just as genuine, because I didn't know if she was going to come in or not. We are pushing ourselves. So that was the kind of, we, we kind of started doing that. And then since we've, since that happened, all the segments that have happened up here, including me and Charlie, I do the surprise videos for him and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't generally tell him what's happening because I think it's better when he just reacts. And you did, you're you saying there's a lot of fan involvement there, but you, mm. you they seem to have kind of the closest relationship with the fans. Oh, aye. aye anybody aye. in the company. Aye, I mean, it's, it's it really, and it sounds cheesy, but without them, there isn't. But I mean, it, there literally isn't he? You know, I mean, everything aye. we do is based around you know, a reaction and, and making them laugh or making them happy or making them smile. Um, so, I mean, the, I mean, the content, if you look at the Kinky Party as an actual tag team, it's not like we're the Young Bucks, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, but, but I always said to Shah, like, for the get-go, I was like, I want to try and make the Kinky Party marry a, a double act Aye. than a tag team. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because we've got the wrestling. Shah knows what he's doing. I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But I want it to be to the point where we're associated with each other. Mm-hmm. You know, we're... Francie and Josie. But you know what, he's had an absolute... The <laughs> He's had an absolute barnstorm in that match. With, who was it? Was it uh, the Polos? Aye. The Garage Man. That match was that phenomenal. Was... If you, Troops, if you've got an ICW on demand account, he's never seen this match. Watch that match. That is a proper, proper tag team match. One of the best tag team matches I've seen in Britain. And you know what actually breaks my heart? Was the opportunity for to get used with the Rock and Roll Express. Aye. Aye. We try, I think we I think ICW had tried, but for some reason one of them, show, yeah, yeah, yeah. some reason one of them kind of get into the country. <laughs> doesn't surprise me. At no, all. it's not surprising, is it? It's not um, surprising. But it's on the back of that um, tag match with the Polos. The, a, a cool wee story that I didn't know until the, the time came was that um, Lionheart had been <clears throat> pushing 
to Dallas for months, get the polos back together, get the polos back together, so that they could feud with us. Mm -hmm. Right. And it wasn't happening, it wasn't happening. So when we wrestled the polos that night, and that's the first time they had tagged together, because obviously you had Just Justice doing his thing, and yep. you had um, Mark doing his thing. <clears throat> but it was one of the ones as well, like it was so soon after it all happened. And I mean, we're up, sitting it's done at the back of the garage, and every four years we're just sitting going, like, have you got any ideas? And we didn't. We're all dreading doing it. You know what I mean? So Aye. it was just, we didn't really want to be at our work at that point in time. And, mm. um, but then something just happened, and it just went fucking brilliant. And it's, it was, you know... Probably one of, one of the favourite matches I've ever had, you know, circumstantial as well. Like it was just everything was there. That the crowd were, I've never ever heard the crowd better. Uh, Almost to the point where it was starting to take away for the match. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's good when you're complaining that they're chanting too much. Aye. Because they, about five minutes, it was Kinky Party Polo Promotions, Kinky Party Polo. And we were kind of just wrestling, you know what I mean? Like Aye. through this mad racket. Um, but it was, it was great. I mean, we, we put wee nods in there and stuff like that, but it just shows you, like, the all four years were outside just couldn't string a couldn't string a sentence together, and then just something happened, and that's a good thing about wrestling. You know what I mean? Like you don't really always it's behind that, and it is just a curtain. Aye. But you, you there's something switches on, and when there's a chemistry, you you don't necessarily uh, know until you're a fucking. And me, I've wrestled the polos before, Aye. and and we always love wrestling with the polos because you know there's there's guys that you know are going to be easy to work, and then there's guys you show up and you're going, this is going to be a. You know what I'm talking about. You know, ah, it's going to be a hassle. Ah, you know what I mean? They're going to give you a thousand ideas. Whereas with us, it's just kind of like, do you fancy this? Do you fancy that? Might, this might happen, that might happen. Then you just Aye. go and wing it. But um, I, it was nice to know that, that Adrian had been pushing for that Aye. for that feud. So yeah. it was nice to be able to, to, be able to get, get a game it. it, you know what yeah, I mean, for that, for that one night. How about you, because um, for years you were always known as the hardcore guy. Mm -hmm. And recently in the last couple of years, you've not done as, as much. Do you, do you like doing it? No, no anymore. You don't at all? No, no. And really. what made you want to do it in the first place? Because um, for a while you were the guy, the hardcore it, guy. It was my, that's, that's what got my interest up in wrestling. Like. Cactus Jack, you, 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 were, you were into that. You were I, into, like, Cactus Jack was your favourite, wasn't he? I, but I, was never, I was never into like, I wasn't like a deathmatch guy. I loved, I loved Cactus Jack and I loved Mankind. I loved the kind of character-based um, hardcore. You know what I mean? Like Aye. Boiler Room Brawls and, Aye. you know, Street Fights, No Holds Barred and... Uh, then I, I got the, it was like four videotapes sellotaped together, and it was the 1992 uh, King of the Death match when, when Cactus won it. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and I mean watching that, I think it was the first wrestling that I'd seen that, like nothing was clean, nothing was, loads of stuff botched, it wasn't fancy, but I believed it, you know what I mean? It looked, it looked real, and I, and I believed that these folk were in genuine danger because they were. They were. <laughs> they were, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, I think death matches got to the point now where it's like, it's just too much. Like they're, they're no. Did you see the Kenny Omega and John Moxley match? No, I, I've, no, I've heard a lot about it though. Oh, I think people say it went too far. Oh, it was crazy. But then you watch, and it's like if that's your thing, that's cool. But then I watch it sometimes, and I'm like, for a while I loved it. I don't like when folks steal original ideas. So, for example, like um, Masada does the the what do you call them skewers? Aye, that's barbecue skewers. Oh, he that. That's, that's his thing. <laughs> it looks. Oh. But it is, there's but like, there's no trick to it, you're just getting them hammered in it. What is it? I mean, it's what, a very, have, you, have you taken it? No, no, but I wouldn't do it because it's, that, it's his thing, you know aye, what I mean? Aye, it's aye. like, it's different using a chair or using a table aye. or something, but that is a very specific thing that yep. was known to him. So leave it. Leave, and leave and it there should be more respect in that kind of thing aye. as well, because really anybody can do it. It's not like, Any, it's not like performing a, a move or something technical. So it's like, 
you know, when somebody comes up with something like that, you, you shouldn't really be no, lifting it. You no. know what I mean? Like you, it's like it's it's if so many folk moan about folks stealing their spots or stealing their moves. Or, Aye. Um, you know, it's like if you can't be original, just hold back until you can find something. You know Aye. what I mean? Don't just steal other folks' shit. But you're saying you're, you're, you're saying there that you, you don't have like a desire really to be be doing it now, right? No. But do you, do you think that maybe what you are what you were into was less the the kind of death match thing in itself, but mere the kind of extreme reaction that you get because you, you you don't strike me as the kind of wrestler or the kind of performer who wants that kind of polite like well good match that no. was a good match no. you're wanting you know right now with Kinky Party you've got that fucking big visceral reaction for the crowd because you're making them laugh or you're making them feel you mm. know what I mean so is, is it maybe the is it just maybe the reaction but it is it's completely entertainment like the, the reason folk get into wrestling like some folk get into wrestling because they like the art form you know they like you know, half an hour matches a hold for hold, and Aye. that's it's great. And the guys at there are fantastic. But I, I get into the wrestling to the attitude era. You know, same what I mean? as me. Like, and I, I can still, I could, I could sit and watch a full Raw for nineteen ninety eight and I love skip it. a match. I love it, but I struggle to watch wrestling now. Aye. You know what I mean? Like without fast forwarding it or being like, what's next? What's Aye. next? Because there was never everybody in the show was a star. Aye. You know, everybody I mean? was like, a character. Bob Holly came out first. Place would go mental. Aye. Fanaki we can play school, you know what I mean? And it, it climbed and climbed and climbed, but they weren't all they were working for the show, Aye. you know what I mean? So, but then at the same time, the, the best, best example of this is you had your guys coming out and doing flips and taking mad table bumps, and folk would cheer, but then the rock would lift, lift his eyebrow up, and uh, yeah. grown men totally. with tears, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like oh, you went to the show, let's face it, you went to the show to see Stone Cold drinking beer, Aye. That, you know what 100%. I mean? Like, it, just like, the just like before then, you would go to see Hogan pony shut off. Right, that, 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 that was it. that was the yeah. No, I mean, like if I say Ultimate Warrior to you, what do you think? Him fucking running down running. and shaking the ropes. You know, I mean, you don't go. Oh, his splash was great. But oh, the thing, you, do, you do have a good you you do have a good mastery of these these wee things, of these wee details. One of, one of the things I always think about you, like, but I can't remember who I was talking to you, but I was talking to somebody about you last year. And I can't remember who it was, but what I was saying was. Here's what I always visualise with you, right? I always visualise that there's this 17-year-old lassie who goes to ICW shows, right, and fancies Jack Jester and enjoys watching Jack Jester in that environment, right? But this lassie probably doesn't know, right, that Jack Jester is fucking amazing. And I think sometimes at your absolute best, right, when you are at a family show, playing heel, right, Mm -hmm. at a family show... We we fucking we guys mm-hmm. and realizes fucking terrified of you. You've gone up and growling at them and all, and you're fucking amazing I at love that. It. I, I love it. I, I swear to God, I would wrestle Jack Jester for the, honestly every night of the week on a family show. How much fun do we have Brilliant. wrestling together? So much fun. It's we've the done best. It so, it was so many we've times wrestled each other that many times that we've got like we've got our stuff that we do. But at the same time, like. I like when we show up and Bathers are just in a bit of a good mood mm-hmm. and we start going, right, let's try aye, this. Let's try. Like we come up with that spot with the referee, like I hit you and you, the referee aye, catches you and all aye, that. Aye, the referee, you, know, you try it and if it, if it fails, aye. it fails, yeah. you know what I mean? But you, you, you did. Oh, I was. Oh, amount I was of okay times that I've had, we've wrestled that much, some hundreds of things have happened to us, like fucking music cutting off, fucking rain coming aye. in the ring. Do you aye. know what I mean? We've wrestled the each last, other in fucking the main, the, main event, the main event, and it was like, aye. One, of, one of the trainees came out like, ah, the, music, the, the sound system's broke. Just walked away and I goes, so what's what's happening? Just go. I mean, but I can't. I need somebody to tell me what's happening. Ring announcer. Nay ring announcer. Nay sound whatsoever. Nay sound. So obviously, we Bredo, I'm you know what I mean? yeah, 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 And yeah. I, this is what I'm saying, but like folk go to see Hogan Rippy shut off. Folk come because they like their appointment if you don't music. get there. Yep. Right. They want Gredo to come out and do his thing. They want him to oh, let have right. the referee help him doing and all that kind of stuff. 
but then you just need to kind of roll with the punches. So like when that happened, it's like, do I go out to name music and, and draw attention to it and then have Gredo come out and dance to nothing? You know what I mean? It's so stupid. So like, I just grabbed him and like flung him through the door aye. Aye, and aye. Like, just started battering him. And that gave him time to recover. So then when, when he time won... Time fix the fucking CD player. Then, when he won, he just did his entrance at the end. Aye. You know and it was I mean? brilliant. It was brilliant. So they go it. But I was thinking, so, so, see that time we did the, the referee catch? Like, so we came up with a spot aye. where I... He does this brilliant bump that I love, and it's like he just timbers. Uh, yeah, I've seen him doing it. He bolts straight and just falls back. So I don't know how you do it. I love it. I love it. it I looks love taking it. Uh, so like, I'll do two of them and work something. I do another one, bang. And then I tune up for the big third one. I go, boom. And I turn around so confident that he's fell down, but the referee's caught him. But he'll just be at an angle. Like, you can't see my face, right? But just nothing. At an angle. And then when I turn around, the referee pushes him and he goes, yep! Just <laughs> bang, bang, start firing a comeback. So it was, it was, uh, it was Airdrie Town Hall with him. Because I remember, like, you went bush, you went absolutely mental. And then I cut you off, right? So he was lying down. <laughs> and I went to pick you up, you went, leave me! Leave me! <laughs> right? So I'm trying to pick him up, he's going, leave me alone! Leave me alone! So I've just dropped an elbow on him and I'm picking him apart, right? But he's fucked, absolutely knackered. <laughs> but, but I knew I could hear it, right? But see, when we get down the stairs, I'm sitting taking my boots after going, hey, I went, mate, it was brilliant, man. Like, we did some cool stuff and like, the Wayne's loved it and blah, blah, blah. And I'm sure it was Amir Jordan that goes, did I hear Gredo shout, leave me alone? <laughs> I went, how? This is doing two flights of stairs and through a corridor. I'm like, if you heard it, the full crowd definitely, leave me! Leave me the room! <laughs> dying. Absolutely dying. <laughs> oh, my God. So many, t- like, so many funny things. Like, oh, t- no. like I wrestled you in... Um, what was that football park we did? Oh, where was it? Or something? No, it was uh, Stenhouse Muir. Stenhouse Muir. That, that, that was a boy. Aye, aye. Aye. And, I, and my pals, aye, we, were to, we were going to Tina Park Tina after Park. So Gredo's pals were with him. So <laughs> that's it, man. Like, go time. I need to impress my pals. So we're out there. And it's, a, it's a mental setup because it's a football stadium then the mm. ring's like in the middle of the pitch and you're miles away from everybody. But, <laughs> so we're, we're brawling like, right in the middle of this grass. And Gredo's just went like, what, I can't remember what he says, like... Flying rolling slides or something aye, like that. Right? But I went, what is he talking about? So he's cut me off, <laughs> boom. So I've, I've hit it at this wall and I've, I'm feeding run. And as I've turned around, he's on top of this big fuck off wall. <laughs> like he's climbed up this big wall. And I'm going, he better not be like, does he mean cat? And he's just went, boofed, and like jumped. <laughs> Overshot me by about six feet, just jumped right on my head and took a big bump in the grass. <laughs> Boof, roll inside! Boof! Right, right on the top of me. Just I couldn't have gone if I tried. Just got my puzzle, puzzle there. <laughs> did you expect him to catch you, or did you just... Nah, nah, fuck, I just went for it, because my puzzle was there. You just trying to show off. I was just trying to show off. I was like... <laughs> 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 so they're all standing there with cans, got his fucking half easy, man. Still got a wee back yarder in you. <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, so, so many, man. So, oh, like, man. It's just, it's, it's bonkers, like... As I say, I've wrestled you that many times in so many different environments. I know, and so many different things but, have happened. And f- I mean, not to not blow trumpets too much, but as you were saying, like people will come. I, I'm known for ICW, mm-hmm. so I'm to, even to this day I'm known for hardcore stuff, despite the fact I've not done it for done it ages, a long, yeah. long time. Um, but family shows, I just, I just love them. Like I, I, I thrive. Love you want, them. you want just throwing you know, I really, and I enjoy the them. one who had the pavilion. Come on, that oh, was just like literally. See, see when you leave a, a building, just walking on air. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's like you're a grown man who is just pure buzzing for yourself mm-hmm. because the Wayne's liked you. You know what I mean? Aye. Or in my case, hated me. Aye. But it's like the pavilion, like, it's always been, like, he knows, right, I've, I've wanted to do panto my whole life, right? Mm-hmm. And the pavilion, I used to go there every Christmas with my man, and my granny and my sister. I took the Wayne's and my sister and my mother this year to see them. But that, that venue, the first time I'd done it, 
it was for a different company. But then when he phoned me saying, like, do you want to wrestle me at the pavilion? I was like, absolutely. So then we came up with this idea. I said, let's do like a gimmick match. Let's do like a hardcore match that's suitable for this crowd. Ah, yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't mean like <laughs> drawing br- tax and glass and all that. But, you know, let's get a ladder, a table, we'll get chairs, you know, Aye. powder and all that kind of stuff. Aye. So we're talking back and forward and we did a couple of promos uh, beforehand. You know what I mean? So, that was but, funny as well. Uh, <laughs> it was, wasn't it? It was so cheesy. <laughs> Promos that we done, like, I'm advertising, like, come to Greedo's Big Family Lesson Bash, and somehow I, Jester's I'm in I'm sure the, I saw this. Uh, you were in the lobby or something? Uh, no, he was in the stalls. He in the stalls. Hear you! As I say, here, tummy! And every single one, he's pointing to the crowd, there's nobody there. There's not a soul there, the theatre's shut. And I'm going, but it's just the way, like, you're doing a promo. I've clearly been in front of him the whole time. The camera's panting, and I'm going, February 22nd. It was just pure jobby. But then at the end, we did did the jump bit in the foyer, which Uh, looked kind of all right. uh, um, So then we were planning this match. Again, let's plan the match. There's no point in going out there and trying to do like a... You've got your wrestling in the the match. Mm -hmm. But for us, it's two characters Mm -hmm. that hate each other. So we did the bit at the start where I showed up at the Royal Box... Oh, that was great! And um, so you say you loved that, didn't you? I loved he's that. talking. It was great, man. Talking, Aye. and I was I was nervous. You know what I mean? Because there's a promo and across at each other. Fade so he's on the, no, he's on the stage. He's on the stage. Family, right. blah blah blah. And, hey, we're going to have this, and we're going to have that, and blah. So I, I just had to cut him off at some random point. So I've come out and um, like shouted on him. So like everybody's looked up to the royal box, but it wasn't until I got out there that I realised how busy it was because you're on level with the, the balcony. Aye. I was like, this is packed, and then just just having that, like just, and it took as long as it took. Mm. And we're bantering back and forth with each other, and, they're, and it's that crowd like that there. We had, we had a spot today where I stapled a picture of my a picture of my face on his ass. So we're getting wee guys and the ring crew to go about go to Argos. No, they've not gone right. Try Waterstones. Try this. Try that. Try but all gone about the city. Try to find a staple gun. Remember that? <laughs> and it, but then, I, but I said to you. So see, before I came out, I've went back and got it because I've came out with the staple gun. I'm going to staple this forty to his heat. Aye, aye. But then he low blows me, and I turn around. So I've went, ah, shit, this isn't working. So I've said to Gredo, mate, this isn't working. So, <laughs> but it was, but because I've said it wasn't, I didn't know it when I did it at first, it looked Aye. like it had jammed. Yeah. And I've turned around and he's went like, doof, 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 doof. And just about, put about eight staples in my ass. It's working, it's working. I didn't know it was working. I'm going, bang, 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 bang. But uh, aye, but for all the all the, the stress of the pavilion, it's, aye, it's it great, man. It's worth it every time. You get you on it next, man. Get you something. Fucking get on. Die, that's, that's your, that's but your, that's, that's what it's like because we've done it in the party. We had Officer Karen, Bobby coming out, you know, we had aye, Nicole aye. come out, just wee different things, stuff like that. So that's basically out. why I'm, I'm like, I'm aye, like, one of them, like Bobby, or I'm like, aye, you would be playing. Like, like maybe me. hopefully by the time next one comes out. So I'm no going to fight for a belt or I'm not going to get in No, 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 no. Just going to be some fucking, just a guy. But one of these characters do you want him to play at the pavilion? I'm not playing oh, any characters, mate. That I new one would be great. I'll, I'll, that new one would be great. I'll, I'll bring a. I'll. I would create a new persona. I love. Uh, I love that. In fact, Ian was telling me. Ian brought his wings. I think it's the first time. I'd Ian Connell. Seen, Ian Connell. The first time I'd seen him. Mm. Like, because obviously I'm a, a huge Bernstein fan, but um, he brought his wings to Barhead. I'm sure. Aye. Him and his two sons. And they were just having such a great time because I'd, I'd remember like I, I could see them, and I'm pretty sure at one point BT Gun was coming out, and the wing was just so. Excited, he was headbanging and just like fucked his face off the chair in front of him. So I'm pretty sure Ian was like wanting to let like, an easy night of the wrestling. I think eight two of his wins ended up injured. And he was <laughs> I telling me that, that I think apparently I had pulled the barrier apart uh-huh. and, and chased Wayne's and he was one of them. Uh-huh. And it was funny, it was just the way he says it. It was like they get him and he's like, Dad, Jack Jester, 
literally tried to kill me. Then. <laughs> <laughs> it literally tried to kill me. But that's what you're wanting, isn't it? It's like, Aye, it is, want. man. Because fucking Connell still tells the story about getting chased about by Johnny Aye, Haystack. He, he, he told me that when he was a wee guy. He still talks that's, about that in the news and he stuff like this. You know what I mean? And it's like, again, with your family shows, like there's no, there's no scary guys. You know what I mean? And I don't like being bad guy here and good guy there. And you know what I mean? Like, I'd, yeah. I'd like, I like to either commit to something, but as I say, with like the family shows, like there's there's cocky and there's arrogant. But there's no, like, I like coming out and, and frightening people. But in this day and age, it's getting harder. Aye. You know what I mean? Because now I get told off for doing my job too well. You know what I mean? So, and I always make some, like, well, you're asking me to go out there and be mm-hmm. no as good as I, I can just, be. I just think there's no wee way out there that doesn't want a wrestler to be, like, full force fucking scary to them. You know what I mean? I mean Wayne's love that. Wayne's love I it. I mean, I also, I've totally time with the 10 Claude Knight Kate through a. I threw a bit of popcorn at her at Magnum. I threw it at her and she fucking hanged with the guardrail and come chasing it. And I've done the same thing. I, I flew, I ran, I shot myself. And I'm going, I'm going to let my uncle know We need to go. She's going to kick my ass. <laughs> right. That's cake. You're you're and you meet her in real life. She's the most loveliest person in the world. You're wanting the Wayne scattering. You aye, know what I mean? Aye, aye, what I don't aye. like either, and, and this but, is what gets complaints as well. Like, So if I if I do the show, so I did Kilmarnock recently. And there's a wee guy, and I and I shoved the barrier, jumped on this wee guy, just burst into tears. Like, I mean, he shot himself, mm-hmm. really did, like Aye. screaming, and he's moz cradling him. <laughs> and because I don't go, oh, sorry, like, so and so that's my reaction now. I, I know he's there, so if I need anything, I'm going to him. Aye. So I was doing stuff, and I turned around, and I'd like slowly turn and just stare at him until he caught my eye, and then he was greeting again, and his moz going like that to me. <laughs> his moz kind of going like that, and like putting her, don't do this, don't do this. And I'm just laughing, you know what I mean? And then every time he's doing it, like I'd, I'd, I'd and I'd walk past him to make him think that I'd not noticed him and then I'd flip right back around again he was screaming again and his mother's getting <laughs> raging so then at the end she'd saw me I think going out the back door or something she's going see look tell him you're not a bad guy he's actually quite nice I'm not going to go oh, sorry pal so you're just frightening him outside again because I, I don't want like yeah, what's, the point me, what's the point in me doing that and then the you next do, time he comes back he doesn't believe me but also I, also you've, you've fucked that wee guy's memory the I, minute you go the minute you say oh, I was only kidding on oh, I was sorry, just it up, saying, way, that like, wee guy's not going to be 20 years down the line going I mean fucking Jack Jester I, was fucking I was terrified but, so Je- you, you you have a you're in a nice spot now mm-hmm. right because you're um, your wrestling career's gone well but also you more just saying this because it's my sitcom, right? Aye, aye. But you're on that, you're fucking cracking on that. Yeah, and everybody's been saying right you're away. cracking on I that. I right everybody has said you're cracking on it for the production, um, for punters just watching it, uh, that you've took to like, a, a duck to water. So, I mean, you've got a lot of, like, I know you're saying about not having, no really having goals wrestling wise and all that, but what are you thinking in terms of, in terms of that? When so, aye, so I had goals and I always talk about stuff. And I have vowed that this year I'm going to I'm going to do it. So, like, so I, I, I always said I wanted to get into acting. Aye. Now, as much as I have, that was by mistake. Like that was you contacting me, so it wasn't me pushing Aye. myself. You know what I mean? That was that was you doing me a favour. If you hadn't messaged me, I probably still wouldn't have done it. You know what I mean? So that gave me a kick up the ass because I'd done it and I thought that I really enjoyed this. You know what I mean? And it was Aye. and it was it was nerve wracking. And folk go, you've done wrestling. It's the same, mm. not isn't it? But it's also nowhere near as scary as you think it is either. No, well, I know. No, it's like... no. But I think, I think, but again, me coming with a wrestling mind, you want to get it done first time. Aye, aye, aye. And at, at one point, Ian pulled me aside and was like, listen, you don't need to nail it first time. Who said this? Ian Connell. Aye. Because I, I was kind of going, like, I don't know if I'm doing well here, like, but I, I, there's nothing to judge it by. Aye. You know what I mean? Because it isn't wrestling. And it's like, well, you talk to the camera all the time. Aye. But I'm talking to camera and a character that I've been doing for 17 years aye, and, aye, aye. I, and I'm in an environment that I'm comfortable with and I know where I'm, you know what I mean? That kind of stuff. But um, and then obviously working with actors, 
you know what I mean? You're, you're looking at it, it's like everything looks so natural. But then it's wee things like, like so a wrestling promo. If I'm doing a promo with you and we're going yeah. back and forward, I can just cut you off at some point and we can go back and forward. Whereas when I've said my lines, I don't have anything after that. So the, the one bit that sticks in my mind was, was the party where I come up and I say, what was that thing you called me last time I saw you? Aye, aye, aye. And then Ian starts calling me Cot Lesnar and I couldn't say anything. So it was like, you just have to react with it. You know aye, what I mean? Aye, and aye, it was aye, like, it kind of put tough. myself in a position where I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, but you I, can overthink it, can you? I think it's just stopping yourself a overthinking that and then stuff you, and then it's like obviously like again I'm thinking that I'm thinking we are live minds so I'm going to have been standing here for quite a long time since uh, my last yeah, yeah. but then you watch it and it's all been edited you know what I mean it's, it's yep. but you don't you don't get that um, and then everything like it is nerve wracking because in wrestling as well if you're doing a promo you've maybe you've got one person behind the camera and maybe somebody interviewing you if no you've got somebody behind the camera Aye. with the Scots you're, we're in that hall especially doing the, the pieces to camera Aye. And there was like 30 folk in front of you. All the people staring at you. Aye. And Aye. it's in the dark, but you know they're all there. You know Aye. what I mean? It's just you sitting in a wee stool. It is kind of nerve-wracking, but it's... it's but that's the thing. I mean, you just... It's that thing. I think some, some people, you can see the fear. And, you know, you, you just couldn't... You were, you were like a total natural. Like Remember, lip- everybody, if you want to see the Scots that me and Jester are in, you watch, watch that in BBC iPlayer. Um, Do you know what really can I... I want to touch on this, because I remember the time when St. Fight Club came out, everybody went daft. Um, on the Tuesday, we went on the Tuesday, but on the Sunday, fucking it comes out, you're on News of the World, Sun, whatever it was. Aye, aye. Kinky Wrestler is a fucking. Whatever you Wrestler aye. is Kinky Torturer. Right, <laughs> aye. And at the time, I mean, you can remember Adrian sent you a, te- Adrian sent you a text saying, Look, bro, sorry um, to hear that you're in the paper and all that, but he opened it up to the page and fucking he's awake, getting quotes, fucking giving it yeehaw, <laughs> loving it, like fucking taking advantage of it. Yeah. But at the same token, it's kind of been like a burden on you, isn't it? Because aye, aye. when we've done World of Sport, you know, I kind of put Jessel's name through and they didn't want to touch him because of the reason that he'd been on the paper and he was just a wee bit too much. He carried a wee bit too much baggage for mm-hmm. a family show, which fucking broke my heart and obviously for him as well. So, but it's, that's been quite a while now. So, but how do you, do you think you've kind of overcame that now, that kind of whole? I mean, I don't know if I've overcame it or I've just, or I've just kind of got used to what that is now you know uh-huh. what I mean because the story with that was when when Fight Club was coming out somebody knew that I was doing this now this was never a secret like it was never like I was doing it in secret or you know I was hiding it from them. my whole family all my pals knew it but unless you my knew mono. it aye mm. I, on you. I know I, I was going to get a job I'll wear a pair of knee high boots and spank your ass for £110 <laughs> <laughs> um, so I like so somebody had thought that this was some sordid thing that I was doing in the secret aye but if you knew me like of course you, you won't know but um, so the son had contacted me basically like this has happened and I went, right, cool. And he's going, we can't stop the story. I says, we don't need to stop the story. Mm. But if you're going to do it... We can't stop the story. Aye, fucking but, but bullshit, you know no. what I mean? But um, I went, right, listen, if you're going to do it, meet me. And I'll, I'll give you the information. If it's, going yeah. to be a, if it's going to be a story, let's make it a good one. You know Aye. what I mean? And factual, which is the main thing. But the guy, and he was like, he was slimy, you know what I mean? Well, the guy that... The, Thing the, the journalist, right? so he, oh, the journalist was, he was a wrestling fan it was like listen mate don't you worry about it and I'm like I don't believe a single word you're saying mm. so I was saying stuff and he was going like that to me um, like, I mean, we could put this spin on it I said you won't put any spin on it what I'm saying to you is sensitive you know what I mean I said like at the end of the day I day working for my kids aye, aye, aye. What, this, what this is is misunderstood you know what I mean it's no, it's no what a lot of folk think it is it's completely legal and blah 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 and um, 
I went, what I'm telling you, I went, mate, I know who you are, and if you spin it and you, you do anything to negative, I'll, I'll, I'll come after you, you know what I mean? Because it was, it could have, I mean, it could have ruined me. Uh, that's like, the bit that's illegal. That was the bit that was illegal. <laughs> 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 but could, but, I mean, but could, but, but the thing is, could you imagine if I, if I was, if I was keeping that secret? And all of a sudden the paper opens and my mom's going, you've been doing what? You know what I mean? Exactly. I never. But my, my, in fact, the day that happened, so I was in the cat house and I went out to get a bottle of water uh, after I came out and big stack of the sun. I just saw my face and I went, fuck. Because <laughs> I thought it was going to be a column. Aye. It was front page, right? Aye, front, front page. page. Doug Collin all that one. <laughs> and I went, my God. Opened it up, double page spread in the middle, me sitting on a big throne. <laughs> and what was the headline exactly? I can't remember. BBC, BBC wrestler. No, TV wrestler. TV wrestler. It's Kinky Torturer. So then it was like a full double. So I went like, I'm going to, I'm going to roll with this. You know what I mean? Aye. Like it's, it's not something I was ashamed of, something I was hiding. Yep. I, you know, everybody knew about it. Aye. And um, and to be fair, like I was expecting like a lot of backlash, but and it, and it was good. And I was actually quite chuffed because in all the comments, there was one woman who'd made a comment about um, I bring my kids to these shows, <clears throat> and everybody just jumped on her. You Aye. know what I mean? Uh, I but like that that happened and it's like I, I just kind of grabbed it and went right let's let's roll with this, so I committed to it in the way that I could so like the, again the big kink thing happened and then the kinky party thing happened and it became this thing that I was known for despite the fact that it was years and years ago you Aye. know what I mean I'm still big kink, and I like it because it's my character that I come up with, um, but what it did annoy me and it's like when Gredo was saying we like world of sport would you know that you are custom made for something. Aye, aye, aye. And that's totally the, custom and that's made the for thing that. that fucks you. You know, I'm like, I'm like, totally I know for a fact made. that I'm better. I'm a better villain than anybody on this show, and I know for a fact I'd be cracking on it. And with it, there there if you imagine any... the production on him. You know what I mean? Aye. The it, lights, the music, the way they use, and stuff like that. Where they just have been absolutely ideal. And I went see, and this, and this is like six years down the line. I went see if there was any negative in, impact for that story. It would have happened directly after it. Aye. I've been wrestling family shows since that day and nothing's happened it's not the no. fuck I'm going to stop I mean, taking my wings to that show you know what I mean it's no I mean it's it's just no a factor right is there anything you want to put over is there anything you want is there anything I mean apart from the Scots own iPlayer BBC iPlayer now is there anything, have you, anything coming up any shows you want to um, put over well I really I mean that's a, I should have brought some list of dates shouldn't I <laughs> Forgot about that. You can talk, you can talk at least about <laughs> Square Go. March. You can talk about Square Go. Square Go, go I, the Square Go coming up. Um, we've got Gonzo coming up as well. That's the, the kind of new ice. Because you're trainees, are trainees, trainees, the guys. Um, aye. So I just took a like a like an, an office job with ICW, so I'm agent right. uh, backstage now as well. So which I take is, which it. I take it you're going to be involved in the an ICW's family uh, show as well. Aye. Uh, well, so so obviously GPWA, which is the, the school that's run by us, mm -hmm. us, and then we had. Um, Wrestling Experience Scotland. Aye. So Wrestling Experience Scotland and ICW have now joined. So um, you'll be able to see, for years and years, folk have said like their wings want to come to ICW, but they can't because it's adult only. Yep. <clears throat> Whereas now they can bring their, the kids and see the guys, but in a, a family mm -hmm. environment, you know what I mean? Um, so we've got a, a, a few venues coming up this, this year. Bathgate, um, we're going through to um, Fife, Back in the air at the Citadel. And what is the setup? Are you going to be at that though? If it's a family show, are you going to be heel jester at this family show? That's or, a, a tricky I, one. I, I, will, I will be. Um, the, I think the only the only exception would be air at the Citadel, and it's just because I've been babyface there for so long. Aye. And again, like I was saying, I like to commit. Well, you to respect the, the territories, mate. I don't exactly. Yeah, I yeah, fucking exactly. respect the territories. Right. But I don't. I hate that when somebody's a babyface one show and then mm. the next month. Yeah, it's like what, the, the Waynes don't get it, you know what I mean? You need to have some sort of, you know, uh, transition there. 
So I'll be I'll be a villain. I'll be I'll be like you were saying, family show, scary pirate villain. Mm-hmm. Um, on all of them um, except the Citadel. Um, but I this year, like we, we had a meeting uh, last week, and just like talking about the stuff that's coming up this year, there's it's, it's chaos. It's good. A busy um, year. And then with GPW as well, like with the intakes coming through. So right now we're at our busiest. We've got two intakes running as we speak, and another two. So what is the deal? Is there, a, is there a lot of waiting list? Is it like is it is so it what, that busy yet? Or, um, or I so basically we we open up intakes. So we'll say there's an intake on let's say like the twentieth of it. No, I can't remember the date. Um, and then folk will apply. Mm-hmm. So basically, you just if you pay your deposit, you you get a space in the class. But it's limited to like twenty folk per class. And once that's sold out, it's sold out. And right. then you need to wait for the next intake to come. But what if what if all the twenty are all shite and number twenty one is brilliant? Well, that's the I like, again. <laughs> that that is that is a genuine thing though because we don't know who's going to show up. Aye. You, I mean, you could have 20, 20 folk showing up that are just. Do you just at some point just give them a nudge and say, "Listen, this was maybe isn't for you." Um, well, I have oh, done. Oh, I aye. like I have to, like if, if folk if folk come in and by the second week like you just know like this th- this guy will never get it. Mm-hmm. We have refunded folk, right? You know what I mean? Like, because I just don't see the point in making this poor are bastard. Fucking, are they heartbroken when you they, do that? I sometimes, you know what I mean. But then sometimes they appreciate it. But then you get, you get guys come in something. They'll pay their they'll pay their full money, and they'll come in the first day, and we'll be doing like the warm up. <clears throat> so we're doing squats, and then the first it's nothing too extreme the, the first time. And we had a guy coming in and he, he did about 30 squats then just went like that. Nah. Just, <laughs> just, just, pick, just picked his bag up and left. I mean, that quick. He obviously yeah, yeah. just went up. Because the thing is, a lot of folk expect, they don't know what they're expecting, but they expect to be coming in and doing body slams and choke slams and all Aye. that. And all of a sudden they're doing squats. This guy just went like that. You know what? Nah. Not for me. I remember then training once at, um, at um, Scottish Wrestling Alliance way back in. And Eric place? Canyon was running Area 50. Area 50. Two. And it was Eric Canyon was taking the class, right. um, and the, the very first thing he did was ran out. Everybody ran out and had to run right round the fucking uh, right round the scheme, like right round or in the come round. And I remember I was fucking dying. I was like, right. "Fuck yeah, this man!" See, so see when I so my first day at training, right? And this is what I keep saying. This is, we're, at, right, we're at this age now where it's really hard to know. Go see when I started, <laughs> right? Aye. But, but I think folk need to realise that they're in a cracking position now. You know oh, I mean? I people mean, don't appreciate no, it. Yeah, yeah. You, the opportunity if, if you started training tomorrow, look at your incentive. Look at what all the stuff you can aim oh, for. Fuck me. We yep. didn't have we didn't have any of that stuff. No. You know what I mean? We're doing it just because we like wrestling. Aye. You know what I mean? If you were lucky, you get a booking at like Aye. WZW and Newcastle. You get twenty pound. You were buzzing. Aye. Listen, you used two fucking grumpy vets, man. Aye, but um, you get twenty pound. You buy that fucking your dancer. Yeah, see what. My, my first ever day at training, I was st- I went myself and I was standing outside and it was in this big manky industrial estate, and uh, the, the the coach ran me down with his motor. <laughs> like I was standing outside and he just came screaming in the corner and knocked me down, and I hadn't even stepped in. I hadn't even been in the building yet. I hadn't been in the building yet. But see if he didn't, he show up. Like the coach would just come and find you. You know what I mean? There was none of this. Where were you last week? Come and show up at your door, aye. Right? And if, you, if I wasn't if I wasn't him, he'd go to the next place that he'd think I was. And there's times where right. like I'd be out with my pals and the, the motor would stop getting. Fucking. Brilliant. And I just have to leave what I was doing, and then I'd get to training and get battered wow, because man. I didn't show up. You know what I mean? That's like, how I, I, that's just making us feel old, isn't it? That's how I'd you still just... run it. I'd still fucking run one like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just turn up at people's doors and just go into their living rooms and battle fuck with them. Get along. <laughs> you need to learn respect. Not fuck with them in their kitchen. Right. We're going to have to wrap this up. We could talk for fucking 10 hours, but we need to wrap this up. Thank you so much. Yes, thanks so much. You'll be back on. You'll be back back on. on. Thanks so much, man. Thanks for having me. 
It's now time for your chance to win beer in our Beer 52 match of the week. On the last show, we changed it up as Rab asked the listeners to send him a match to watch over the festive period. Congrats to John McFarlane, who suggested that The Miz versus Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn versus Cesario is Extreme Rules to visit the sixth team was a bit of a sleeper, that one. You're a fucking bit of a sleeper. Oh, why no, you we, fucking saying that? I know. Why you were reading that, that match? Really good. Listen, I didn't watch it. The fucking producer never told me what match it was. Did you? So anyway, just answer this. You just delete all this, and I'll go. Uh, so thanks to John McFarlane, who I watched that match with my new my newborn See twins, and my my newborn twins were like they're big big Sami Zayn fans now. Right. Um, thanks for that. Right, so now we have mere chances for you to win beer. We pick a classic wrestling match for you to watch, and all you have to do is answer a question on it. Everybody who gets the right answer will get into a draw to win the beer. You can enter by checking out the match and answering the question on the Wrestling Daft Facebook page or replying to the tweet on Twitter at Wrestling Daft. Winners must be 18 and over in Steiny UK because it's bevy, mate. This match that I'm going to decide this week for you all to watch is 20 years old this month. I loved it. And it was one of the first pay-per-views I stayed up to watch late as a wee guy on Channel 4. It had bricks and everything adverts. Um, and it was for Royal Rumble 2000. And it's Taz versus Kurt Angle. Taz made, made his uh, debut for ECW at the Garden. Uh, an ECW major fan base. So everybody in the crowd knew who he was. Big ECW chance. And he stopped the streak. The streak that Kurt Angle had for a while. Um, the question that I'm going to ask is, what was the finish? How did Kurt Angle... And in fact, no, how did Tag, because it's a fucked up finish. Tell me what the fucked up finish was. <laughs> That's what you need, eh? Uh, so do that, picked up what the finish was, tells what it is, and all you need today is go to beer52.com forward slash wrestling for you to try and get yourself free beers. Just cover the phone 95 for the postage. And as your wrestling daft listener, we'll give you two extra free beers on your first box. So that's a total of 10 free beers. It's a monthly subscription service for beer. So just go to beer52.com slash wrestling to get your first case of 10 beers for free. Sorry, that's last you said there. Is that a... It's a forward with no real back size in front of you. I would never do that. Never. Ever. So it's now time for our listener of the week. And we are delighted to award this to a, a saint when it comes to podcast listeners. It has to be Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa, you have won. Well done. Let's uh, get a picture of you so we can get that strap across your waist. Aye, so is it Gary? The boy's called Gary. Get a picture of your ma. A decent picture of your own ma. And we'll get her a... Is it a belt to put on you? Get oh, a aye, strap. Aye, aye, she'll, she'll get the full bifter. So you can put that in a profile picture on Facebook. Oh, she's yeah. One. She's oh, the she, champ. Uh, so well done, Teresa. Go on yourself. It's been a great episode. I've enjoyed myself. It has been a great episode, hasn't it? Loved it. It has been a great episode. It's been really nice to see, see you again. again it's mate, good to see you. You're looking amazing. You're looking yeah. cracking shape. I think actually what we should do is why don't we just try and get into the shape of our lives? Wanty! Why are you getting into shape why? of our lives? Why? We'll get steroids, you know. Wanty, <laughs> order some steroids. Like, I'll get steroids for those. Order some human growth hormone, right. right? I want to have that, you know, like Kurt Angle, the way Kurt the Angle's heat. neck is, right? Aye, that mad right. neck. I want that. Right, we'll get that by me. Why don't we get into the shape of our lives this right. year and then people go, that's the guys that did that podcast in yeah. there. Look at our bodies, man. Right. Look at our bodies. Because here's, here's the thing, right? Grado has caught, conjures up a certain image in your head when you visualise them, right? Rab Florence for Burniston as well, right? Oh, I had a wee fat baldy man for Burniston. Imagine. I know, well, no, no, right, no, but imagine, no. right, imagine we also, we became the fucking guys with the best bodies in Scotland. Great, man. Imagine how much that would confuse people. Oh, it would be great, It would confuse it? people, wouldn't it? It wouldn't take us long to. It wouldn't take us long, no. by the summer. I think by the summer right. we could be, why don't we say the new, right, that 
summer, let's say July, aye. right? We are going to do a photo shoot right. with our new physiques, right? Right. Aye. For wrestling daft, a wrestling daft photo shoot with our new physiques. In fact, I am going to put this out to the punters out there as well. Why don't you join us on this journey? Send us a before forty. Send us a before forty, right? We'll, we'll we'll retweet them out on our Twitter account. We'll follow it, and then in July we'll all show our new bodies. What do you think? Let's get the punters involved. Let's all do it together. Imagine if the Wrestling Daft podcast created the fucking greatest change in Scottish physiques since fucking heroin. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'll just cut out the cheese, the biscuits, and the fizzy juice. Thanks for listening, folks. Right. We're all going to get fit. We're all going to be... Listen, we've just sat in the studio with fucking sexy Jack Jester sat in the opposite this, man. We just need to get ourselves sorted, don't we? Uh, but we'll start next, next episode. So I'm, go- I'm going to Bella Italia with Clark Stewart, the opera singer. Well, well, Gredo is going to be away next next week. I'm in episode, Vegas. So we're going to have to get in a guest host Aye. just for that one week. So, um, so we will announce or, that. Or if he's want, FaceTime me. Nah, we'll just yeah. get a guest. We'll just get a guest. Listen, go and enjoy your holiday, man. Yeah, okay. You need a fucking rest. I know, I do need a rest. You need a rest. Man. Forget about yeah. work. There's no work. Yeah, okay. It's all fun. Right, thanks for listening, folks. We'll catch you next week on Wrestling Daft, your favourite food-related uh, Ken Dodd podcast. <laughs> this is for network with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.